Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Thursday, May 7th, 2020, and what a show we have in store for you today. The back half is an interview with Siraj Hashmi of the Washington Examiner. What an awesome interview. But before that, we have four incredible stories to kick off the day. We have a lot to go over today, so Pat, get us going. Real What's quick, did, it, did anyone change their clothes today? Because we filmed a lot of stuff. I did no. not. Yeah, no, I did. YouTube. So. We're gonna look like I'm gonna look like an. We're gonna look like assholes on YouTube. There's like three different shows, but we all filmed them in the same day. What's There's the like, problem? What's the problem? Nothing yet. The comment show. To, the, subscribe. Subscribe to YouTube.com/slash Hard Factor. You see how dirty we are and don't yeah. change. Fix our yeah. general right. appearance before people are going to worry Shirts. about our clothes. That's true. That's right. true. Yeah. Let's get into a yeah. Trump shake, guys. Huge week for Donald Trump and uh, our, well, just his administration. So according to the Washington Post, Trump wants to paint the wall on the U.S.-Mexican border the color black so that it will absorb heat huh. and deter wall jumpers. Oh, make, okay. Make it Make hot. it hot. Make it so well, hot. Is he just trying to, like start fires at the border so it's like a bo- like a, a wall of fire he wants as soon as you touch that wall uh third degree burn uh, uh, yeah ouch. The, the post obtained government cost estimates that were filed uh that would co- estimate the cost of painting the wall black at a minimum of 500 million dollars uh, well, up to a billion if they want to upgrade to the powder coated option which is so what I'm saying, though, is like, what about if they heated the rods? Because it's basically a vertical grill now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So about what if they heated the rods instead of painted it? Would that be cheaper? I no, don't know. No way. Way. The sun is the cheapest source of heating that you can get usually because well, it's just always on, you know, and there's no. Why, bill. Don't, why don't why don't they just use a material that comes as black like onyx or something like a volcanic? Yeah. Like, Dragonglass. You know, Dragonglass. Like then, then it's go. already black. Right. Yeah. Hindsight 2020, guys. Uh, this isn't a new or obsidian. thing. Obsidian. I don't know what it is. I don't As know what it is. Trump floated the idea to paint the wall black uh, back in May of last year. But these estimates were requested after a meeting last month. Uh, so full on COVID, uh, you know. Anyway, the Donald told Jared to pull the trigger. Maybe this isn't the best use of resources with a completely collapsed economy. What do you guys think? Maybe. Did he send him to Dragonstone, though, to pick up all the dragon glass? What is yeah. that? Yeah, because that that's Game where it comes from. Is that a Game of that's Thrones? black yeah. glass. Yeah, that's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe table this. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but maybe table it because I yeah. wouldn't touch a. I would. I wouldn't go near a, a super hot wall. Makes sense, but mm-hmm. maybe ta- maybe table. The wall it. is lava. This is like money. a cherry yeah. on top to his border closure, and uh, uh, you know, right now no immigrants. Now you just really reinforce that policy, make it a hot wall. Well, it's yeah, it's construction, right? So uh, construction is essential. 
So uh, you can just really get a lot of construction projects done right now if it's you true. want That's to. That's true. All right, guys. Like all, painting aren't a wall. all immigrants like illegal? Anyways, you can't be outside during quarantine. Like you can't be. You can't. Uh, everybody's that. illegal. Undocumented right? yeah, is the term, guys. Let's take it to the internet. David right. Aiello says, "Why can't the Blue Angels just spray it when they fly over? Two birds, one flyer. Good point. Smart. Good point. Uh, Jude Law Office says, "Wow, I figured he would have went with gold or, or white." Also, good point. Uh, anyway, guys, let's move it on to another part of the Trump date. Trump left the White House for the first time in more than a month to tour the Honeywell factory uh, on Tuesday, where they are manufacturing N95 masks, the mask that healthcare workers need. Uh, Trump opted to not wear a mask, but instead a pair of goggles, presumably to help him see the virus coming. Um, he didn't yeah. wear a mask at the mask factory? No, not at all. No, but the goggles That's- were there. That's sure. my favorite is seeing people wearing uh, eye protection and latex gloves, but nothing over their mm-hmm. over yeah. their mouth or nose. Yeah. Didn't want it to get in his eye. Uh, now, guys, what's a tour of a factory without a little music, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting because the factory sound system blasted Trump's go-to playlist during the entirety of the tour, uh, including, of course, his staple factory touring tunes like Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA and Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. But the highlight of the inspection was when the Honeywell representative was explaining to the president the ways in which the masks material protects against particles as the Guns N' Roses version of the song Live and Let Die blasted Mm. in the background in a uh, just a a case of cinematic irony happening in real life in front of you, one you just can't really make up. That is a great rendition of it. But yeah, not. I mean, they might as well have played Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. I Go noticed ahead. that the, the CEO was not wearing a mask either, so he was in on this uh, this little uh, charade. Oh, here. yeah, no, Trump Trump shares the blame in this. All those fucking idiots need to set a fucking example, especially if you're making masks. God damn it. Uh, let's take it to the internet real quick. Uh, the Virgin Mary says, at Paul McCartney, I'm so sorry. And the Mad Fan says, it's actually the Guns N' Roses version. Uh, and then the Virgin Mary... That's what she was apologizing for, for Guns N' Roses covering Well, it. no, gun, the Virgin Mary d- drops a new tweet outside of the thread saying, at Guns N' Roses, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys... Nice. They, were, they were making the N95 masks, and he really should have been wearing just like a, a cloth, right? Is that... That's technically... I don't know. He should. should just, I, my thing is, the leaders just need to be wearing something right now to set an example. That's the thing. Like, just just do that, please. Uh, and then finally, guys, the head of the coronavirus task, task force, Mike Pence, announced on Tuesday that the administration would be, quote, winding down the coronavirus task force, which was met uh, with an entire room of people turning their head to the side. Like when a dog uh, thinks you made the ball disappear. Just silence. Yeah. Pence went on to reveal that the most likely motive uh, behind this bizarre decision, uh, in my opinion, by saying it really is all a reflection of the progress we've made as a country. So that's why they're winding it down, because they, it seems like they want to get back to normal. He's, yeah, he's saying it's up to the governors now. He's saying da- daddy's going to bed. Governors, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, f- finish this off? Right. Uh, when Trump was asked and why. Take, and take the blame, but not the praise. We'll take exactly. the praise. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, when Trump was asked why, uh, he said to the effect, something to the effect of because we can't keep our country closed for the next five years, which I do want to point out is mutually exclusive to maintaining a task force. But that's okay. Uh, Trump slept on Pence's decision or his decision or whomever made it. uh, And then when he woke up, quickly reversed his course on Wednesday, saying, no, no, we're going to continue the task force indefinitely. Of course. Right. That makes way more sense. And hopefully he Hmm. fired the advisor who said that was a good idea to Pence or maybe just I don't know. That's uh, yeah, Uh, that's that's flip floppy. I was was thinking. 
I was thinking about it, guys. This, this going back to the wall. What if we just um, wrapped it? You know that that uh, the black guy that's going around with the big giant dick hanging down. What if we just wrap the whole wall in pictures of that guy? So when you go to the wall, that's like the first thing you see. You if think, you know, you, you, you know, you, guy. Yeah, you double. Uh, you want to jump over that? It's a double deterrent because it's going to get what hot. If you just, yeah, and it'll be. Yep. You want to touch that you dick wall? Make, you could just make the walls all dicks. Yeah. It's a hot no dick wall. Ju- Mexico yeah, is it, Mexico does have a very machismo culture. They're not going to be into. Right. You're going to go. They don't want to cross. They don't no. want to go over that. Yeah, you have imagine. to like get your. You have to get your like face through two dicks. You're like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. It would, it would become a spectator right sport. Them. Yeah. Guys just showing up, laughing at dudes. Getting can't go over there, honey. All right, guys, let's take it to our sponsor, Predict It, uh, the uh, stock market of news and politics. Uh, let's make some money, guys. Uh, I actually made some really good money this week on a couple of markets. If you're new to the show, Predict It is our sponsor, and we will match your first $20 deposit on Predict It. If you want to gamble on news and politics, all you got to go is to our unique URL, www.predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 put 20 bucks in we'll match that we'll match that 20 give you a free 20 uh so guys big big news happening on predicted this week the electoral college stuff is all over the site so we are now in full-on general election season big time right. stuff so you want to bet on it over to trump versus biden only right that's, who's going to get more on. electoral college votes who's going to win the popular vote etc uh, as will pointed out to me in the pre-show pretty much everything is like a coin flip right now so lots of money to be made i made some really good cash on the trump tweet markets this week i think i put about 150 bucks in uh a day and a half before it closed out and i ended up making what a hundred and ninety back, so forty dollar profit, real easy, uh, and it was a pretty much lock market. So get in there on that stuff. Uh, Biden, for some reason, people still think he's not going to make it to the general election because his numbers for being the yeah. uh, the presumptive well, nominee are not where they should be. So there's some got, money to be made there. They got some. They got some some concerns to be to be validly uh, weighed. Also, which party's going to win Texas in the 2020 presidential election, guys? Republican. It's tough to say. Uh, oh, I already. Yeah, I did that. Oh, on the it's lo- really tough. Show Republican. Really, yeah. really tough to say. Republican well, Republicans are trading at seventy-four cents, and they haven't lost that state in quite a that's while. Twenty-six cents yeah. a share you can make yeah. there. Anyway, yeah. guys, that's predictit.org/promo/hardfactor20. Get in the action with us. All right. Nice. You know what we got to do? We got to take it back to Space Mountain because lockdown has been good for only one thing, and that's news about space and aliens. And we got a shitload more to go through today. Uh, we're taking it back to a five-star review we already went over from our boy Twisted Fang, or girl. Uh, the title is Aliens. Watch the Unacknowledged on Netflix, and it'll start to blow your mind. Okay, so uh, we not only will read all five-star reviews on air, we'll even do shit it, that you ask us to if, it's, if you ask nicely and it sounds fun. So, Twisted Fang, we all watch the Unacknowledged, and it's an extremely dark documentary. Uh, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know what happens in this Netflix doc just yet, it's about one hour and 45 minutes long. You can watch it now and then turn us back on after if you have the time. Three, two, one, spoiler alert, alert. Three, two, one, <laughs> proceeding to Space Corner. Okay, so the Unacknowledged says that not only was Area 51 real, we got alien bodies out there, and then we remade the alien ships with human parts, with like Lockheed Martin and all these different uh, contractors, defense contractors, and that we're just waiting on the U.S. Army to invade the world, posing as aliens in their remade alien spacecrafts that our UFOs are supposed to look like UFOs. And now they say that sightings of UFOs on Earth these days, you don't even know. It could be two 
two to six different alien species that the government already knows exists in our own galaxy, the Milky Way, or it could be our own military testing UFOs zipping around everywhere. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. What I know we were big? both high, Will, but I think we might have watched different movies because I, I didn't, I missed that part. No, that's that was at that the end. All happened. Those at the end. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The. Uh, I mean. Um, I hope the black hole just sucks us all in. I don't. I don't care. I don't well, care. The, the good thing is, is that is that the aliens seem to be uh, not hostile. They're worried Friendly. about us being that, hostile. Right. Exactly. They showed up after we uh, nuked people. Would you? Right. That, and then, that's the most interesting part, part about the doc. Cool. That part was cool. The aliens have been like saving us from nuking ourselves for like fifty they, years. They won't. They yeah. won't allow us to shoot nukes into space. Yeah, right. alleged, get, allegedly, that's, like that's alleged. That's very. That was very alleged. Yeah, alleged, <laughs> allegedly, they've already <laughs> stopped us from nuking each other. Well, what was yeah. it? There was, was like two instances. There was like two instances where a nuke was go, was supposed to go into space, and for some reason it failed. Right. And well, then they were saying that there, there's a ton of UFOs around nuclear. They showed up when we when they during the atom bomb during right. the end of World War Testing II. Testing and then yeah. in Japan, and then and then they had their eye on America the most uh, afterwards. And we are the only ones that have their spacecraft. We're the only ones that made it. The rest of the world actually knows, but we're yeah. about to invade, and, and it's all in the skunk works. And I, I mean, I don't know. They've been showing up to like nuclear missile sites and like destroying them, like disabling the nuclear missiles for the. <laughs> I'm not in on it. If it wasn't, an I'm e- not in on it. If it wasn't an economic collapse right now, I would. I would, and I had a little bit of money. I would pay someone to literally fact check this movie, and then just like have fact checking a- along with it while you're watching it in real time. Because some of it absolutely is real and interesting. Like specifically, as Wes pointed out the other day, the quotes from former U.S. presidents talking about how alien life forms absolutely yeah. are real. Well, yeah, and and uh, another thing, and another thing, Mark doesn't Lynn- care. No, I, I, yeah, my, my philosophy in 2020 is believe everything, care about nothing. <laughs> there you go. I like that. So another thing that lends credence to this shit uh, actually comes to us from Charles in the Hive, and that's that Japan has announced that it's now preparing for possible UFO invasions after the Pentagon confirmed that UFOs are real last week. So Japan's defense ministry will draw up plans for any potential encounters with UFOs. Here's the quote from the paper. Considering procedures to respond to, record, and report encounters, but the unknown nature of such objects may confuse self-defense forces pilots, including those who uh, F-15 fighter jets, which sounds like a really weird way of saying we're ready to shoot at any UFOs that you send our way, USA. Mm-hmm. I want to rethink so. that defense strategy, Japan. Maybe maybe it yeah. should be a, a a handshake situation, not a. Well, you, they say they're going to record and report, but also defend. So it's not going to work out for them. Well, I would be I'd be weary too after the Pentagon statement that UFOs yeah. are real. Yeah, I'd be weary we, we too. Scare, should yeah. scare all of us. I don't know why it doesn't. Defense Minister Taro Kono noted that the country's SDF pilots have yet to encounter any UFOs in Japan, which sounds like bullshit. If that documentary has any truth to <laughs> it at all, they've been cruising but, around looking for right. them. <laughs> Total bullshit. But protocols are being established to cover the possibility. Of the fake U.S. invasion. They didn't include that part in the Japanese paper. I just think that, you know, putting it together unacknowledged. Speaking of our Space Force's potential first mission, the actual Space Force is now recruiting with an awesome video that they just released. And the new Netflix series Space Force, starring Steve Carell as the head of the Space Force, is dropping May 29th. Let's go. That's pretty cool. Yes. They're getting us ready. They're getting our minds ready is what they're doing. You know, that's what it it made a lot more sense that Trump dropped Space Force, right? Because it kind of came out of fucking 
fucking nowhere. Like, hey, by the way, we're launching a uh, a space branch of the military. You're like, what? But then, like, now you wonder the Pentagon's releasing these tapes. Do they, they got know a sweet something comedy we don't lined know. up with it? Sweet comedy lined up right. with it. Japan's ready to blast UFOs out of the sky. It's all lining up, fellas. But <laughs> unfortunately, I've got to wrap this up with a bit of bad space news. Scientists have found a gigantic black hole, and it's only 1,000 light years away from Earth which I read is close. I have no idea. They found it by realizing that the stars around the black hole had a weird movement pattern. So there could really just be tons more black holes all around us, and we just haven't noticed them yet because they're invisible black holes that will eat you alive. So taking it to the Internet about the black holes, we got Jonathan Bocanegra. He says, black hole for president. And then we got Philip Gonzalez. He says, duh, they're portals, which I don't know what that means, but he's just saying, like, obviously you should have known black holes portals to like another time and space dimension yeah portals. man that's the theory of relativity i think is, is somehow is involved in that so philip says you're idiots for not realizing they were all over the place uh <laughs> sasa sansa sasa morales who has lots of simps who like her posts say cold and black like my soul Ooh. and then and then uh Huy vu says i wouldn't mind if the black hole swallowed the earth tomorrow i'm with you hoin there you go right. mark's, mark's theory all right, guys, uh, I'm going to take it to the Internet right out of the gates for my story. How about that? Mm, nice. You ready sure. for that? Mm-hmm. So T. Wolf says, uh, on, this is on Twitter, says, I just found out that homeless placed in hotels in San Francisco are being delivered alcohol, weed, and methadone because they identified as an addict and alcoholic for free. You're supposed to be offering treatment. This is enabling and is wrong on so many levels at SFDPH and at some other people. Uh, And then the SFDPH responded and said, that's the San Francisco Department of Public Health. They said, these harm reduction based practices, which are not unique to San Francisco and are not paid with taxpayer money, help guests successfully complete isolation and quarantine and have significant individual and public health benefits in the COVID-19 pandemic. As in they're not peeing in the streets. Yeah. So San Francisco is just the... Department of Public Health is trying to defend itself here, and that's because the city with more human turds in the streets than affordable housing is supplying some of its homeless with the entire party during quarantine by putting them up in hotels, then delivering alcohol, marijuana, and methadone to them. Well, so is it I would because, love to be a homeless person in San Francisco right now. Is it because they don't want them going into, like, um, you know, shock and then having to go to the hospital, clogging up the hospitals when they need the hospital space? Sure, sure, Wes. Is that what they're doing? I don't know. Sure, Wes. Yes, that that's the uh, argument for it, but... It's a bridge um, a too lot. far. Methadone would be one thing. Like, methadone makes sense. If you're a methadone addict. Alcohol and marijuana does not make much sense. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> I, I've been having to drive to get yeah. my weed because my guy pretty much shut down business. Yeah. And he won't They're even. They're literally just having parties. No, yeah, They're yeah. Just shout, more yeah, manageable. Sh- yeah, yeah. No, shout out uh, Jack Bayless and the Hive who sent this in. Also, yeah, they're clearly just moving the party from the street to the hotel. Yeah. That's all it's all. That's all it's good. It's just an awesome party. They're just giving them a, the a multiple floor party scene. What hotels uh, are these? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to take it back to the internet here. Same thread as my man T Wolf who started it. Remember uh, T Wolf, and remember, um, uh, yeah. So let's let's get going. So he, responding to T Wolf, Clyde Fairquarth, remember this name as well, says, "Hey, number one, Tom, uh, are people supposed to seize uh, from alcohol withdrawal treatment? Uh, is not." Medical detox. If people are alcohol dependent, they would need medically managed alcohol detox, which they don't want. Remember, hotel stays are 100% voluntary. So some of the extreme alcoholics, maybe, like the methadone, might need uh, a little bit of alcohol. That's what uh, Clyde Faircloth said. Oh, absolutely. Uh, They they definitely need it. 
but you can't. Yeah, if you're a hardcore, die. you can't. You can't go cold tour. You'll die. Right. Yeah. Like, well, uh, right, but why is it? I don't even understand why. Like the whole basis of the argument is just because it's happening. I get it. Yeah, okay. exactly. So responding also to this thread, Alexa, love the uh, love in the time of Corona says, my nephew is an alcoholic. When he drinks, he gets violent. Last time he tried to choke his girlfriend to death. You cool with that, Clyde? So she's oh yeah, just, you don't think there's a little <laughs> bit of tussling going on yeah, in the hotel? She's, she's responding to Clyde and says, if my nephew gets drunk, he strangles his girlfriend. I want to point <laughs> out that her at is at I'm drinking gin. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, Red, Red Army <laughs> Duck responds and says that uh, that's been policy of wet housing for a long time. You know nothing, and it's true. Like the FDPH said, there are wet housing in you know several cities. Um, but I, some tells me San Francisco takes it to an extreme. Like the guys are like, oh, in terms of the liberty yeah, that is a, uh, available much, to the patrons, uh, yeah. how frequently oh, yeah. they're delivering the booze and marijuana. We need yeah. more booze. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hurry up, we're all shit in the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see the scene when they uh, when they deliver. It must be must be oh, very very happy. Scene. That's the worst job delivering Dude, the like, booze. It's like if you put, if you put out a loaf of bread amongst ducks. Or something, yeah, you know, exactly. like worse. <laughs> swarm. They just put the box down in the. No, this, this has to be a situation where uh, I, I bet it's like a nonprofit or some sort of like agency is paying for the hotel stays so the homeless don't have to be in the streets. But like, how pissed are you if some guy shows up and is like, "Hey, man, I'd like to rent out uh, all your rooms," and you're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool. This is gonna be good for me." And then you start seeing a gaggle <laughs> of homeless men and women yeah. occupying your space, and then you're like, "Okay, I can deal with this." Then they bring in the fucking booze. Yeah. Well, it has imagine, to be. It has to be arranged by the government because the hotels are shut down. Imagine cleaning this this up after this too. The cleaning crew, not great. Erica Sandberg on the same thread says supplying weed and booze to addicts is not okay. I believe you know this. As sister to a sister who OD'd many times, I know this. And free isn't free. We pay for it. So a lot of family members getting thrown right under the bus on this thread. My <laughs> yeah, sister, no <laughs> my sister OD'd all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they tag them. Yeah. <laughs> Denise Bannister says. Erica's I got one sister. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like a free for all. Denise yeah. Bannister says, "Source, please." And T Wolf, the guy who started the thread, says, "A friend of mine who I used to hang out with when I was homeless, who is staying in one of these hotels." Oh no! And then Clyde Fairquath, the first guy that responded, responds and says, "If people leave quarantine hotels, they cannot come back. They can't leave and still have a room to come back to. Someone I know lost their quarantine room that way, but they left to get high, and it's 100 percent voluntary anyway. So it's basically two homeless guys that started." the thread <laughs> like a former homeless guy <laughs> and like kind of like a current homeless guy started this incredible thread uh online and it got out of hand and family it's members got tossed source. right on the bus yeah. we gotta call we gotta call one of these hotels and get For through sure. to one of these rooms yeah straight from the source I think yeah. if anyone's still alive in there um all right guys we have a failed coup on our hands um and it appears that an ex-green beret is behind the failed attempt i guess you can call it an attempt to, to, to kidnap kill overthrow venezuelan president nicolas maduro um this is a crazy story and we don't know everything because we're not being told everything um yet by the state department and, and you know what's happening but here's what we do know an ex-green beret named jordan goudreau is claiming that he was the mastermind behind the failed coup called operation uh, gedeon in which two ex-Special Forces soldiers, Luke Denman and um, Aaron Barry, were arrested by the Venezuelan army. Uh, the plan was to do to uh, train defectors of the Venezuelan military slash mercenaries. Remember, you ha- we had this whole thing with the presidency down there between Juan Guaido and, right. and Maduro. We're supporting yeah. the two presidents. Right. Yeah, yeah we support the other guy, not Maduro. Um, so the, the, to train these defectors of the Venezuelan military to carry out the operation inside Venezuela. 
Um, so a guy named Drew White, who had had Goudreau as his best man at his wedding and was also his business partner, claims that Goudreau said the mission was funded by the State Department and was an effort to secure oil interests in Venezuela. There's lots of oil there, as we know. Um, I mean, if you watched Acknowledged on Netflix, you would you would know we really um, oh, Pat sharing his screen. I can't read. Pat, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that was. Um, so lots of oil there. If you watch Acknowledge on Netflix, you would know we really don't even need the oil. It's how they are enslaving us. Um, but that's that's for another time. Um, the State Department and Trump administration are um, denying this, you know, all the way through. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said that um, if he'd been directly involved, it would have gone differently. So basically, how could it have been us? We would have certainly killed him uh, without fail. Uh, Maduro is pointing the finger at Trump all over the place. Um, also, is, this is like a long line of uh, finger pointing, right? Oh, because it's huge. back and forth, right? It's, ba- right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Maduro thinks it's it's Trump and uh, Guaido and and there, uh, more. So also, there are reports that uh, Goudreau received funding from a member of the Kraft cheese family, Thomas Roan Kraft, saying Kraft uh, brought in investors with the, the Kraft of- cheese family's getting in on this coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The promise of uh, uh, getting uh, investors the, the 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 you know first dibs at lucrative mining and and energy oh, yeah. sector deals. They're sending they've got to have like yeah. They're sending in assassins, and after they kill someone, they just put a slice of American cheese on their face. <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah. yeah. It, um, if, if you guys want to see this guy in action, sorry, that's what I was trying to share. If you go to silvercorpusa.com yeah. and just watch. A, there's just like a 12-minute video of him training shirtless. This guy. Could, could, oh, this guy throw. will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get this. I'll, yeah, nothing in the video qualifies him to lead a coup, you. but he's in yeah. great shape. Yeah, he's nutty. Um so also apparently Richard Branson, uh, this guy hired um, Richard Branson hired this guy's security firm, uh, Silver Corp, for a concert at the border down there, um, which was put on, I guess, by Gaido too. So that's how he kind of got tied into Venezuela. Um, uh, one interesting connection to, the, to Trump is that uh, Goudreau, who again is kind of the mastermind behind this, provided security for the president at least three times at his rallies through his um, through his security firm, Silver Corps, which Pat was just talking about, who he founded with that guy Drew White. I was telling you, his business partner, ex business partner. Um, so, um, and Silver Corps was actually founded previously. This is kind of interesting too um, to put special ex special forces people inside public schools to to prevent school shootings. So that was like their main like platform. It's like we're going like to train that. 21 yeah, Jump was, Street style. Just so you know, yeah. I'm totally 16. Yeah, yeah it's you're pretty, pretty cool. jacked, bro. Uh, yep. Must be genetics. Um, officer in street clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also reported that Goudreau came up with the coup idea after hanging out with Trump's longtime bodyguard, Keith Schiller. Um, I know there's a lot of names um, and it's really confusing because it's 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 a it's a tangled web of lies at this point. Basically, um, mm-hmm. Trump and the State Department are claiming uh, Maduro is engaged in the melodrama and is using all this as propaganda. Um, I mean, the bottom line is Trump does wants Maduro out. He's put sanctions on him. He's, right. he's charged him with war crimes and all this other kind of and shit. This shirtless him out. guy is just is like, hey, I want to I want to help uh, kick him out. Yeah. It's been a while, you know, been a he, while. I need to get back in there. He can really like when it comes to playing with his dog on the beach with a drone filming him. This guy is the best. And how that <laughs> translates directly into staging a coup. I don't see, but I'm not a, I'm not an well, expert. I know? mean, it's it's Venezuela, Pat. They're uh, yeah. oil rich country that somehow doesn't have money. So Diamonds, it might not be the hardest oils. out fox. Yeah. So um, maybe this Jordan fella. Yeah. Has- well, so the. the- 
the latest the latest development is a video um, of the detained special force soldier Luke Denman was broadcast by Maduro on Ven- Venezuelan TV. And the prisoners talking about how the plans of the mission were to train the defected military guys like I was told you about, take back their country by infiltrating the country, taking over an airport, kidnapping Maduro and shipping him back to the U.S. Uh, when asked in the video who controls Goudreau, the man said that Donald Trump does. So kind of an admission or, you know, could be that he had a gun pointed at him. Who knows? Um like I said, Juan Guido has been has been, you know, uh, allegations against him, um, who our government government, again, recognizes as the country's real leader. Um, everyone is denying, 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 denying. Um, Does there something illegal about this? If you're trying to openly stage a coup, can you not send a shirtless guy over to help? Yeah, no, we've no, been doing this for send- years. Just they're pre social media. So this is the first time we can look at their training regiment before they do the coup. But is he so is he stuck over there? Uh, Goudreau is not was not captured. There's two. They killed like eight people in the initial like, you know, when they found these guys, uh, they landed some boats on on like a shore. Yeah. And so they ki- they killed a bunch of them. And these two these two guys are notable because they were ex special forces um, and they're unkillable. They're, yeah, they're detained. But also what's what's really crazy is that U.S. actually has a bounty on this guy's head. They've offered 15 million bucks for his capture. So perhaps it's just some guy who saw a business opportunity to make. Fifteen million dollars by going to kidnap this guy, and he hired Goudreau to do it, or maybe Goudreau wants that money. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it could just be a private business venture. On his website, it's- there's a services tab, uh, and the obvious complex project leadership, disaster mitigation. But then there's a there's an option for special programs. Doesn't mm-hmm. have much information on that page. Contact for more details. Who's should be pretty lucrative, I would imagine. Yeah. We'll never know, but the the actor that's going to play this guy is going to have to be jacked. Tom Cruise. Like. For yeah. sure. If For he the survives record? the space station. Florida man. Uh, Tom Cruise is unkillable. But yeah, it's crazy. So I'm sure that we'll we'll know more once the the, the State Department gets their story right, um, and um, you know who knows what's what, what they're going to telling us. But Maduro is in trouble. That we know. Um, he Trump is not happy with him, and, and a lot of people want him out of office. So um, that's it for that one. And uh, up next, we have an interview with Siraj Hashmi, which is brought to us uh, brought to you by Me Undies. Uh, hey, friends. So you may have heard. Of me undies before they're on pretty much every podcast ever uh, but besides that me undies makes the world's most soft and sustainable underwear they literally design their undies for comfort and self-expression so whether you opt for a solid black or unicorn print you'll do it all as comfortable as a cuddly kitten it's time to end your toxic relationship with your tattered old undies me undies offers endless options for those looking to up their undie game i'm always looking to up my undie game i don't know about you guys you can choose a monthly membership i think will said he's already in that um, a build a pack. You can even match your undies with your other half. And no matter what you choose, you'll get a soft, sustainable pair of undies delivered straight to your door with free shipping. Win wins all around. And no shit. These things are comfortable and very flattering. But be careful because if you ac- <laughs> if you accidentally walk out, accidentally walk out of your bedroom in these things and your roommate's girlfriend sees you, she is going to get dangerously curious. If you know what I mean? It's going to be like so, that love you- potion movie where she's just yeah. just locked eyes with your junk hey guys real quick this is a huge month for us and we really do believe in this product because uh, it's the fucking shit and if you support yeah. our sponsors it helps support us so get in there and get these underwear they're awesome yeah they make you look like your dick uh you you like you want it to look like yeah basically. right yep. yeah 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 like your you dream dick your dream it's a yeah. dream dick they scenario give, they, give, they give you your dream dick yep um, so MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners, for any first-time purchasers. <laughs> you get 15% disappointing off. Disappointing a bunch of ladies once they come yeah. off. But when, when they're on, 
Yeah. No, Highly I'm not ready for him to come off. You, you yeah. look way better in MeUndies than you do as soon as you remove them. Right? Oh, yeah. It's a real upgrade to your normal body. Yeah. It's true. Can you, can you fuck me in the MeUndies? Um, so this is a this is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You'll get 15% off your first order, free shipping. Um, to get your 15% off your first order and free shipping and that 100% satisfaction guarantee, can't beat that, go to MeUndies.com slash factor. That's MeUndies.com slash factor. And now let's take it to our interview with Siraj Hashmi. All right. Welcome to the show, Siraj Hashimi of the Washington Examiner, the curator of The List on Twitter, essentially the owner of the handwriting emoji, if you didn't know already. Siraj, thank you for coming on Hard Factor. Oh, I appreciate you having me on. All right, man. Uh, I know it's Ramadan, so happy Ramadan. I know thank you're you. participating, you. and I, I was am, wondering. I'm fasting like, right now. Oh, you are. So how are you yeah. challenging yourself? Is it just fasting, sun, sunrise to sunset, or your additional challenges as well? Uh, so I, I'm a big, uh, I'm, I love listening to pretty much the grimiest hip hop music, specifically nineties hip hop. And, uh, I take a break from that during Ramadan. So like right now, um, I don't know if you guys are, are savvy on the hip hop scene, but mm. this group Griselda, uh, you know, Conway, West Side Gun and, uh, Benny the Butcher, they're the they're the group that, I'm fi- that I listen to. You can the tell most. we're we're very aware. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Griselda, yes. Are those yes. actual grime artists? Uh, they are. They are the one group uh, that I listen to a lot more recently. But because obviously the, the you know they're talking, they're basically rapping about selling coke and and, and dealing it. So. Ah. I, I usually sex on top of it. Yeah, I usually abstain from that during Ramadan. But what if it was at night? If you just did it at night, maybe. And also, I I read that you can't smoke weed during the day during Ramadan. So it's I would have a hard. It'd be tough. Yeah, tough. I'm sure a lot of people would have a hard time. You can't smoke cigarettes as well. Um, oh, wow. I abstain from all of it. I abstain. You know, I just try to spiritually purify myself by. Uh, uh, not listening or engaging in the things I really enjoy to uh, engage in. So um, whether it's hip hop music, where I've you know, taken a step back from video games for the most part, and um, and also making making music on my own, just doing the, like some some instrumental making, beat making. I try to because it's all like stuff that is supposed to be like brings you joy and it's just right. supposed to remind you what you know what really matters and, and try to reaffirm that connection you have to, to, to Allah in this case. Oh, nice. DJ Siraj. Mm-hmm. So, Siraj, uh, forgive this ignorant question about Ramadan. Adderall, okay, not okay? Would really so, help with the fasting. Taking huh. medication during your fast breaks your fast. So ah. uh, taking Adderall will break, sure? will break it. Well, yeah, and also... After, when, but after the sun's down, could you take it? If I take the Adderall at night, sun, I'm going to... Yeah, when the sun's off. down, I, I usually take my medication. And... Yeah. Um, uh, you know, like I take you know my daily medications at night. The one thing is, though, when you take medication during the day, it's it, 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 you're ingesting something, so that breaks your fast. Right. You also break your fast if you happen to get sick. So, like if you vomit, that breaks your fast. Oh, oh wow. it's reversed too. So, yeah. Siraj, I'm going to warn you right now. We're going to uh, at the end of this podcast. We always play a song, and it's related to something that happened during the show. We're going to probably play a Griselda song. So, when, once we say <laughs> the end of the show, you might want to tune out after yeah. that for the last yeah. minute okay. or so of the show. Watch out! No, no, <laughs> I'll stick around for that. If it's for work, <laughs> we're good. No, no, okay. it, it'll be in post. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, if you listen back, stop at the last part. All right, Siraj, so, uh, right, is anyone? I got you. 
has anyone ever tried to do like the a Ramadan like fad diet? Like you know, like present the <laughs> the, the Ramadan diet for people that want to lose weight? Because I mean, it is seems you know, like you lose some the weight. The thing is, for Ramadan, is a lot of people actually end up gaining weight because they don't know how to eat at night. So mm-hmm. I focus a lot in the morning on me too. You know, slow burning carbs. And oh. at night, I focus more on protein. So what time are you so, getting up then? You got to get up pretty early to eat before the yeah, sun. Yeah, so I've been getting up uh, around 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, every morning, to, to eat and, and uh, drink as much water as I can. Oh, man, no water the during the day, day either? Yeah, I can't oh. drink any water. So that's that's you can the imagine toughest going, part. Yeah. You can imagine going on all these, uh, you know, I, I've been doing, this, this is be. my second podcast of the day. I went on a podcast this morning at 11 a.m. And then I do my own podcast as well. That's hard. So Humble brag, Siraj. Humble brag. So we know you're a busy guy. You can guy. imagine uh, talking this much. I'd say, really I'd say thirsty, you definitely have the leg good. up, like, on, on Lent. It's a little, sounds a little harder. <laughs> yeah. The saliva yeah. you produce is incredible for no water. You're, you're like a lizard. <laughs> So oh, if, yeah, I, if I drink God doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, he, maybe he cares. Who knows? You just you just hope, really. But you just do. And at the end, it usually works out for Catholic. Yeah, I God. mean, my grandparents are Catholic, but they yeah, don't you know. really like you know. They don't yeah. really do Lent yeah, they as don't, much yeah. anymore. Just it's up, fake. Right, it's just ordering a fish fillet one day a week. Yeah. Siraj, can you give us a real uh, top-level view? I mean, you said you were the examiner. But like, what's your literal in-and-out day-to-day for our listeners? Like, what, what what's your what's your vibe? What's my what's my vibe? What's the you're in the, and out your day to day your main area of focus your job. So at the I usually so I I have my own podcast titled and my last name hash me. Um, I use obviously a play on my oh, name for the title. I'm sorry it's, for mispronouncing. Oh no, that's okay. It makes me sound Japanese. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just another another <laughs> ethnicity for me to claim. Um, it's actually uh, so my the, the name of the podcast is hashing it out. And essentially what I do is I invite a guest uh, every week to, you know, kind of break down a particular topic. Cash um, it out. This, the, the, the most recent uh, podcast went up on Kim Jong-un and his whereabouts, his disappearance. So I had uh, Rebecca Heinrichs from the Hudson Institute kind of break down what's going on there. But mostly I am following things online through the list. And that's right. kind of my own thing. And that's sort of informed how I cover news for the examiner because a lot of it is centered on sort of the online discourse of where we're at. And so Tara Reid, the allegations that she's made of sexual misconduct against Joe Biden, the presumptive Democratic nominee, uh, she is going to be the next subject of or the subject of my next podcast, just because there's a lot of uh, I mean, I'm sure you have been observing the type of defenses that people are coming up with Joe Biden mm-hmm. and comparing that to 2018 when Brett Kavanaugh was accused of sexual assault by three different women, the most isn't credible the de- one. Isn't the, defense that he's, isn't the defense that he's Democrat? Isn't that the defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah the defense is yeah. it's okay when we do it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so, it's so brazen. And, and the fact that I'm seeing some members of the media – like Kirsten Powers and Simone Sanders, who now actually works for the, the Biden campaign, but she was previously a CNN contributor, sort of wipe away all their 2018 tweets about Brett Kavanaugh oh. and then saying that there's no double standard. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Tweets well, like, Suraj, yeah. can, you, can you explain what's going on there specifically? Because uh, we haven't gotten into the that too much sure. on our show. We've talked about Tara Reid, but... Yeah, I mean, essentially what's happening is you're seeing Joe Biden get up on Morning Joe and defend himself, saying that this uh, didn't happen and it's false. 
And then you're having a lot of his surrogates, Elizabeth Warren, for example, come out this week saying, I believe Joe Biden. But like two months ago, she was getting on de Blasio for pregnancy discrimination, saying on Chris Matthews, saying on like a post debate show with Chris Matthews on MSNBC, uh, why shouldn't I believe this woman who's claiming pregnancy discrimination? Uh, You know, it's a real thing. Like, okay, so is you know sexual assault not a real thing? It was well, right. now that they forced him to be the candidate, I mean, where they where can they go? There, there's nothing. There's nothing left to do. You have to. Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's it's, the thing. It seems like they put all their eggs in the Biden basket. They I mean, did for yeah. one, and they've gone down this road this so far that they have to keep going. The yeah. one, yeah, thing they're I just can walking see, off like lemmings at this point. Yeah, the one thing I could see happen is that uh, there would be a new revelation that would completely undermine everything that Biden has done um, with it, with respect to the Tara Reid accusation, and I can see a completely backfire on him, and they might even switch him out. This is yes. all like who, good question though. Who do you think possibly yeah, could switch yeah. in? That's a good one. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Hillary Clinton, and no, come on. <laughs> They, they are. Yes. Come on. Honestly, who, are the, who are those people? Come on. I, I can't think of a less likable person to replace Biden with than Hillary Clinton. Could you imagine yeah. Clinton Trump too? <laughs> I, you know what? Like, I don't even want that for Hillary Clinton, to be honest. That's not fair for, to her. It's, it's going to be bad. No, it's, it's not fair it's, to Bill. It's, it's not, not fair, fair to anyone. anyone. It's, it's not, not fair, fair to anyone. America. Yeah, no. so, yeah. Most importantly, right? Yeah. So but Russ, at the same up? time, is it's it, we kind of deserve it, don't we? Yes, twenty twenty. It's it's like the perfect like uh, like what we got every month. There's been something horrible. Like this yeah. month was murder hornets. The, the murder and, hornets are the yeah. harbinger of, like, of like Clinton June, Trump too. Like, yeah, June Hillary Clinton would be like the perfect like next fuck you to America and to oh, the world. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, me, and like uh, that's the thing is like we're only we're not even halfway into the year and yeah. this year has been insane. <laughs> I can't even imagine how kooky this year is about to get in the second half. Yeah, yeah, it's going back. I got a Biden take, and, I, and this is Let's this is a legit it. take. And I was thinking about this last night. All right, so theoretically, people are getting pissed because Kavanaugh got the third degree, right? And then mm-hmm. Biden is not getting the third degree. Man, we already have in the White House currently a prolific. Uh, alleged sexual assaulter as president. Uh, we have potentially a sexual assaulter as president as his challenger. Is it not different in some respects to for a Supreme Court justice, honestly, to be held to slightly higher standard in terms of their conduct than the president? Like, it almost matters more for a Supreme Court justice based upon, like, how that affects law, legislation, and the future of our country to be... Uh, more morally sound, so to speak, than honestly our president. You're saying who, honestly, Kavanaugh shouldn't a lot have been of, approved by the Senate? We've had a lot of dogs in office. No, I'm saying like get no. I, what I'm saying is the stringency in which we examine our Supreme Court justices should be greater in some respects in terms of behavior than our than president. the president? I mean, that's... Well, I, other uh, countries, the, other countries, their presidents can do this no problem. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like okay to have affairs and all this, and in, in, in some other countries, right? So, when you want your judges to be more morally sound of, uh, of any elected official? I, I, would I hear say, what you're saying. I, w- I mean, that's a good point you bring up. I would say that uh, if anything, the United States has become more European because of how we just let uh, a lot of hats. We're wearing a lot of hats. These sexual days. assaulters, yeah. uh, you know, take yeah, higher do office. whatever, right? I would say, you know, I, I guess that's the thing is we haven't set a standard for what that should be. Uh, if we should hold Supreme Court justices or, or prospective justices to a higher standard than the president of the United States. And the reason I think that people might hold the president of the United States higher is because they're more out in the open. They are the leader of the free world. 
uh, Supreme Court justice is one of nine uh, lifetime yeah. appointments. And I look, I, the thing is with, with Brett Kavanaugh, if you look at the actual facts of the case, there is uh, immeasurably more corroboration with Joe Biden's accuser, with Tara Reid, than there was with Chris. And it's Blasen much Ford. more recent. So I would say yeah. that, that in that case, the Supreme Court justice was held to an incredibly high standard. I mean, that was a yeah. high school I mean, case. if you wanted to make a case yeah. against Brett Kavanaugh, you could probably make it that it was it was weird of him to you know have a, a the, the calendar yearbook, yeah, the, yeah. from like the summer of 1982 like no, well look it's really weird to get to the point where you're a supreme court justice nominee yeah. i mean like that's to get there you got to be a real bizarre fucker i think anybody who actively seeks a life uh in, pu- in the public life uh or in the public sphere I think there's something fundamentally wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to be a, you like, gotta be a fucked up person to want to like, be a politician in the first place. I stumbled place. into this. Right. I stumbled into this. I had no idea. Yeah, like, right. The level you stumbled of... onto the McLaughlin group. By, by the way, by the way. I did. did I did. Did stum- they try to drink but... your blood when you got on there? Did, did they ask? Did they, did they go off your plasma? They should have. I mean, my Muslim plasma definitely. Specifically, when you think of presidents, like they're the CEOs of CEOs. And there's a lot of research that goes into like traits of CEOs and like how you become a CEO. Like mm-hmm. historically, if you look at uh, a lot of the presidents, Democrat and Republican, there's a lot of alleged sexual uh, assaults or sexual misconduct. Like, I think to become the president, you got to have a screw loose to begin with. Yeah, it's the yeah. it's the coming everywhere overlord. And you got CEO. all this power. They, and like, they fuck when they yeah, want, when exactly. who they want. Like, it's, it's almost like if you say no to them, that's not a good idea. No, they yeah, like, I yeah, mean, they look, in, in the age of social media, like anybody can become famous, right? Like the you got the Instagram thoughts and the memers and you got the, the people on Twitter who are basically outraged at everything and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the grifters who are basically selling uh, outrage for money. Mm-hmm. And essentially got, all these people have that recently. figured out these grifters. different... Uh, everyone's figured out a different tr- uh, path to success in the, in the realm of like fame and notoriety and for, you know you got to keep you got to keep your head on the swivel and, and realize that some of the, a lot of these people aren't in it for the right reasons yeah and i think that's part of the reason why uh i, I at least felt in part not to bring up the list but that's kind of why the list exists is because like people need to be called out on this stuff whether they you know, on the left and right for shameless and, hypocrisy, basically. Yeah. Shameless yeah. hypocrisy, shameless promoting, like, uh, and, and like you're seeing it more and more, uh, specifically with this Tara Reed stuff. Um, but obviously like it happens to different degrees. Every yeah. Day. I, I, I got a question on that. Um, so speaking of that, how, you know, you can't always tell where people are coming from. Do you think it's odd that most news outlets in 2020 are basically, in different spots on the political spectrum in America, at least, uh, or is that just what's bound to happen with like a free market system? Uh, I, I mean, that's a uh, tough to say, really, because a lot of news outlets, I think, have been called out on their biases because social media and the internet are just right at your fingertips, mm-hmm. and you can immediately find where the consistency is for some of these news organizations. Uh, for example, I mean, just in the last. Uh, last few weeks since the pandemic started, you saw this one video of a nurse complaining about not being given a, a face mask 
while treating uh, coronavirus patients. Right. And CBS News tweeted out this Which was video basically without cool. having fleshed out anything of it. They didn't even write a story on it. And <laughs> basically, this you know this got viral. Even Bernie Sanders acknowledged it when he was still in the race. And then it turned out that her story wasn't factually accurate. She embellished right. it. She was given one mask. It's better than zero. Obviously, one mask isn't great for an entire week because my brother-in-law, who's in Long Island, he's a um, he's a radiation oncology resident. Uh, he was basically con- conscripted to treat coronavirus patients, and they only gave him one mask for the entire yeah, week. The two girls, they were only given that one cup. You know, they made do. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you got to make do, yeah. <laughs> Suraj, but that's a great point, what Will brought up. like, So you work for The Examiner, right, mm-hmm. which is like notably and publicly a conservative uh, news outlet right then if, right. if you look at uh you know after bezos brought bought the washington post even more so people consider that Huff, to be a, huffington a, a, post i would well, say of course well, i mean yeah. just all and, of them have their spots yeah. i mean they're all catering right, right, right. to a specific audience that are on that part of the spectrum uh right. politically and that's just so what how we've did ended that happen up yeah yeah how did that happen whatever happened a good old-fashioned i just think it was journalism. you know just the money money and po- money and the fact that the parties uh play a, a large role in influencing what goes into those outlets? I don't know. But. What's interesting, though, is that news used to be a lot faker than it is now. I mean, because <laughs> there was no fact checking, no internet, yeah. exactly. no internet, like they no were saying. Yeah, there's yeah. no fact checking. Yeah. There was there would be one person who wit- there'd be a reporter who witnessed one thing, and there'd be no one to be like, oh, we can't dispute this because there was no one else to fact check. It. Yeah, so right. you just have to be confident. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to take their word for it. Yeah, but also the, there was a time when we used to believe everything that the government told us, and that was pre-Vietnam War. Yeah. Once the Pentagon Papers came out, that whole fabric of trusting uh, whatever the government tells us completely eroded away. Hopefully and aliens that, are next, you know? That's all yeah, we, we all just watched, by the way, we, we all just watched way, that documentary on aliens. By the mm-hmm. way, yeah, just wasn't it only last week that the uh, Pentagon yes. said, yeah, we got, we got UFOs? Just yeah. like, what was up with yeah. that? And no one cares. Yeah. They did the drug shrug afterwards. That was interesting timing. Yeah, they did the MJ shrug. Like, <laughs> that's where we're at right now. Hey, hey, Suraj, what? A, so, so the list, right? That's your thing. How does yeah. it work for people that don't know the list? Like, what's the vibe? So on the it? list. Uh, it started off as a power ranking of people who need their phones taken away, and it mm-hmm. was a. It initially started when George Con. This is. This, it started in December of 2019, right after Thanksgiving. George Conway quote tweeted his wife Kellyanne Conway, who is a <laughs> uh, advisor to the uh, President Trump. That's not all she, she so Kellyanne tweeted something about how um, Joe Biden needed help from the Ukrainian government to sort of help him with uh, an election or something like that. Uh, and then George Conway quote tweets her saying, apparently your boss did. And it was just like, why are you putting this out in the public sphere? Like, you got to give me that phone right yeah. away. The like, two of them spat, together spat are with just, his wife on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, not exactly. cool. Yeah. It's, it's out of control, the two of them back and forth on Twitter. Their chores so, that, that day. so he was the first number one. And I just had, I just started, like, it was a continuing thing. So I had, like, Trump, who got bumped down from number one to number two. I was on the list, and then I had, like, Charlie Kirk. Has BNN ever, ever made the list? Have we Who's come that? close? Barstool, Barstool News, News Network? Network? Have, we, have we come close to uh, making the list? Not exactly, because i i feel like the only people who really make it are the ones who are i right. know are genuinely serious with their right takes. we'd have to actually have yeah. care about something if we yeah just, like yeah. okay I, I could see dave That's fair. i could see dave uh <laughs> potentially making it if i didn't know he was such a you know that he's a troll like yeah. but like i'm a troll too so mm-hmm. like when people you know he's, it's got to be genuine and, and also it's got to be also, genuine shittiness Exactly. Ah. So, like, for example, 
uh, Bill de Blasio's tweet last week uh, to the Jewish community. There you saying, go. And, like he was going to arrest all of them. Like that was legitimately bad. And like, I don't think he flushed that thing out at nope. all. With no, his no, no, that's a list. So Where's OJ list? on that list? And then like Lisa Bloom. Yeah, there, who that's was a good actually, point. Is, has OJ made your list? OJ. Man. Well, this, it's different because when the state could legally take his phone away, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I With feel OJ, like. OJ's a different story because um, he hasn't done anything uh, exactly on it that would warrant it. Well, like he has been under consideration with, with one, with one disagreement when he said, I think it was about Carol Baskin. He's like, she definitely killed her husband or something <laughs> like, like that was <laughs> this one. He, he accused someone else of As murder. somebody who would know. Right. You yeah. know, I saw that same tweet from a fake OJ account. Oh, and this maybe, is the thing. Maybe that, like, was it. maybe that was it. Okay. And that's the thing. <laughs> I almost it. put him on the list. And then I was like. Whoa, whoa, that's not OJ's real account. You can easily get caught into I doing a fake one, one, though, yeah. I think he did one about Antonio Brown recently. That was like, he, like when, he accuses yeah. someone, about there. when he accuses someone of committing a crime, to me, that's list-worthy. They are yeah, fake I, accounts, I but he also yeah. runs them, which yeah, is so, it's <laughs> tough. I agree. Uh, so, Suraj, are you a Trump guy? You know, I am, uh, I am ambivalent towards him. I try to cover him as objectively as possible. I wouldn't say I'm a supporter of any one particular president. Um I'm not a Biden guy either. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I don't, I don't like the thing is that when you cover politics, the the first lesson you got to learn is that everyone is a hypocrite. And if you, I support ideas more than I support people. Yeah, and I, I think there are some things that Trump has done that are good, um, but you know, by and large, I, I think there are things that when. When we look past, when we look back on the Trump presidency, I think people will find that um, it was a very chaotic time. But I can't see any news organization saying, "Wow, we really killed it in terms yeah. of like how so, much money so, we made." So, so what you're saying is you have a small group of friends that you talk highly of Trump with, but then other people know. <laughs> yep. Well, no, it's not like that. I mean, like Nailed I it, am, I am uh, impressionable in the sense that, like, I I will listen to what other people have to say about him. And that sort of informs my opinion about him. I don't think he's, look, I think George W. Bush was the worst president of my lifetime. So like that, the bar is pretty low um, in terms of, uh, I mean, that's kind of why I asked the question. uh, Extremely great ones to, to, to be excited about. Like I was very hopeful that Obama wouldn't be such a disappointment and he ended up being one. So like it was, I, I, I was a lifelong Democrat before I sort of got into the media sphere and, um, you know, I just I became well, more independent. So, right. So, so that's a great question. Like, what do you think is going to happen with our two party political system, two party political system? Right. It's like there's so many people that are dissatisfied uh, with the system as it is. And we're living in a hyper information age. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's very different when, uh, to, to, to pre-internet and pre-smartphone in your hand where it's like, oh, these are the options. You're going to have to take them. I feel like, do you feel like a sea change might be coming? Do you feel like there's, there's, there's potentially innovation in our political system because so many people can talk to each other and, and you know, it's not so black and white that you're left or right? I think what's going to happen is you're going to see people... You're not going to see a breakdown of the two-party system. I think that will cons- be a consistent thing. Hey, Siraj, let's kick it. Let's change topics real quick. Uh, let's go back to Kim Jong-un. I know you're kind of um, let's talk about that a little bit. Do you have you heard about what he, he's maybe been up to with the with the pleasure squad and, you know, that, that, whole squad. <laughs> now, that guy would not do well in Ramadan. Uh, that mm-hmm. thick boy. He's not he would not do well. <laughs> Never heard of it. 
He, uh, my favorite is when he and Trump get together. It's just two thick boys having the time of their and lives. Rodman. Oh, yeah. And Rodman. Rodman's in there, yeah. too. I mean, it's incredible. The one slim boy. Yeah. They're, just having, they're just having Rodman dunk for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so- the thing with Kim Jong-un is that he was likely at one of his resorts on the, on the coast region uh, hiding from coronavirus because – from what I have uh, heard is that North Korea has just been run rampant with coronavirus. And Ooh. you've even seen reports in which some of uh, North Korean officials would shoot their coronavirus patients so that they would no longer have any uh, coronavirus cases. It's uh, better than paperwork, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously, mm. what the, I mean, it's so, I mean, obviously it's so horrible and so wrong, but like it's so, it's so, it's laughable how like North Korea up, is yeah. even being taken yeah. seriously. And this is one of the dings that you can make against President Trump is like, why would he give a country like that any legitimacy or credibility by acknowledging them or even meeting with them and so far what we've seen right now you know north korea isn't anywhere closer to denuclearization than we were two years ago no no they got caught lying they got caught red-handed lying about uh, getting rid of the bases he'll he'll shoot a rocket tomorrow yeah he doesn't care yeah but we kind of know that they'll never get there that that for me is the fun part about north korea it's just it's just just, they're always gonna get close don't say that type of shit in 2020 man they're gonna get a lot of things over there yeah. yeah, I mean, that's jinxing it for the most part, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. say that. Well, who cares? Don't it is 2020. <laughs> I guess I mean, there's an I've argument. Always, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, I've always predicted we were all going to die in 2020 anyway, so. Yeah. Well, you were pr- so that's pretty good. The Farmer's Almanac just stopped. The weather was like just just no weather in 2020. They just stopped. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. But so, on the bright side, at least global warming stopped, right, guys? That's true. Mm-hmm. If we're all oh, dead, yeah. who cares? <laughs> so, Raj, I got a question about uh, about some of your media appearances. Sure. Um what kind of what kind of local tale does an appearance on C-SPAN get you before Drop you're married? I mean, watching <laughs> them on C-SPAN. Experience, it's all been moms, middle-aged mm-hmm. moms, Ooh, yeah. and okay. gay guys. And nice. what? Like your and friends' gay moms? Guys. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Okay. That's the type of that's the type of uh, attention I'm getting right now. It could be different for any particular person. What but... about no, none of us like... get any attention at all through <laughs> right. our show? So um, ours you know. are ours aren't uh, sexual. It's uh, it's it's usually fat yeah. white guys that want to hey, hang can out you with eat us. Something yeah, they want to hang out on camera <laughs> and drink with us, which is which is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, politicians? What about Ilan Omar? Anything uh, going on there? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for those who don't know about the Elon Omar thing, um, I actually came to her defense when she, quote, tweeted something about coronavirus statistics and it being bad. And she said, subhanAllah. And then a bunch of right wing uh, accounts were getting on her for uh, saying we're basically trying to translate subhanAllah as something as a uh, positive meaning when really in this con- context it means good god it's like you know just react reacting with that type of um, huh. immediate phrase and um she she retweeted that didn't didn't see that coming um and then uh since I had her attention, I asked her about like a specific Quranic verse that was uh, a little bit on the fence for me as mm-hmm. a practicing Muslim. And then she hit me with the writing hand emojis. And then like everything just like blew out of proportion. Everybody was just like, oh, my God, Elon Omar dunked on you so hard. I'm like, I, I, I got I got no response. <laughs> 
I did invite her to come onto my podcast, and she didn't. She uh, didn't. Oh, come on! Yeah, After so, I mean, dust up like that on Twitter. Yeah. Inshallah, one day. Yeah, she'll she'll get you. I mean, she'll you'll get her one day. It's all good. I mean, I yeah. am a married man, so I'm worried about that. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what I was saying. You, she, you know, she's got she's keeping an open mind. Like, <laughs> rumor has it you got a chance. Let's not, let's not perpetuate potential conspiracy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, I, so I see that you're doing. You have your YouTube channel. That's where people can find you outside of the pages of the Washington Examiner. Anything else mm-hmm. that you, are, where our listeners should find you, Siraj? Um, I mean, Twitter and YouTube are the two main things. I um, I sort I've been dabbling a lot in a lot of different things since the pandemic started, and so on. Um, I, I do this uh, one show with Dr. Jason Nichols. He gets on Fox a lot. We, we do the show called The Balance. Um, you can find that on YouTube. Uh, and then on Wednesday nights, uh, 10 p.m. East, 7 p.m. Pacific time, uh, I got my boy Jay Kobe, Mujahid Kobe. For those who are not familiar with him, uh-huh. he is the one person on Twitter who cannot die on Twitter after having like 12 suspended accounts. <laughs> You're talking about and he's tough we, one. And he's he and I are similar in the sense that we're both halfies. Uh, he's half Lebanese, half American. I'm half Pakistani, half American. And uh, we just sort of we we call it the Habibi Power Hour, and we just talk yeah. about. And that's Siraj, why I, I thought your name was Hashimi. I think it, Habibi Hashimi crossed <laughs> in my head. Hashimi. Oh, Siraj, I, 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 I got to call you out, brother. I watched I watched the Habibi Power Hour last night, or at least I watched one of the episodes. Um, it is Ramadan, but. There's no beer there, brother, and you're not taking a shot of anything once a minute, which I do not. I just I, you're misusing the term power hour, and uh-huh. I, I'd like I'd like you to figure out a, something that you can take every sixty seconds on your show, be it information, an air, uh, a breath of air, a breath of okay. air, oh, uh, I see, aggressively, marijuana, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what I can do about that. Okay, okay. thank you. It's just <laughs> we we just take those really seriously. Uh, we, we do talk about ourselves. Yeah, there's something yeah, yeah. ridiculous every minute. Um, We've hurt ourselves pretty bad there. With, last, with those. Uh, one of my last questions here. Uh, when should we open the economy? What's going on with this pandemic? Are people being stupid with the protests? Like, what's what's your take on, on the Look, pandemic? I think everybody's being stupid. And uh, I would say the one indicator you got to look at is decreased hospitalizations of coronavirus patients over a 14-day period, or two weeks, obviously. Um, and the reason why I, you look towards that, and not death numbers, because you can't really predict how, you know, how people's conditions are going to go once they have it, but to actually get a sense of the spread of the virus, uh, decreased hospitalizations is, is key here, and it's got to be consistent. I don't know, honestly, what the right move is here because Florida and Georgia are doing their own thing, reopening their economies. We'll see after a two-week period how it goes. Yeah, I mean, does, do you a put rise. a little bit of the onus here on Kemp? I mean, because he was kind of the first domino to fall. Yeah. Oh, oh Kemp, if, if this goes south, Kemp is getting all the blame for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it will ex- it'll definitely extend towards Trump because I think Trump has obviously been pushing for the economy to reopen in different phases. And reopening in phases is good. I think, you know, in like New York with uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo or Michigan with uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, or California with Gavin Newsom, I think they've almost, uh, you know, been crippled with fear to reopen because their cases have been so bad, specifically New York and Michigan. Can't really say the same for California because it's obviously so so populous. Um, But if you look at uh, New York, they're trying to apply their model to the rest of the country. And they've been sort of forcing that on, say, like middle America 
Uh, well, it should be localized even within be the so state. Bad. You you can't you gotta you gotta right. handle this thing appropriately. The South, yeah, but there the also needs to be unity. The South is getting a lot of shit, obviously, for, for reopening. Uh, but the protests and the, and the American people are getting mad everywhere in Michigan and all over the place. In California, everyone's going to the beaches. They reopened the beaches and stuff. So like, it's not just the South. But one particular thing I think that should come down on Kemp if things go south in Georgia, which I fucking hope they don't, is the fact that he claimed in a press conference he didn't know that people could be like asymptomatic and spread it like in right. like fucking that was April, so bad. which that is not acceptable period like that was like that, that was common knowledge for like six weeks you can't be saying that his capital shit. is at the cdc <laughs> yeah that's fucking yeah. ridiculous i yeah, mean but what you do, what you don't realize mark is that fucking quarantine has been like a goddamn field day for high school students and premarital sex and he's just <laughs> at, been at his house with his shotgun having to, fit, to defend his daughter fair enough and bro like that's you fair. don't know how much time that takes a lot of time energy and effort it's mentally yeah. do anything and, to get that over with yeah I get and, that. but the thing is it's, it's just not i mean like they're gonna assign blame to people on the right but people on the left have been doing it just as worse i mean chris cuomo from cnn breaking quarantine while he yeah. had coronavirus to go see a house in the hamptons like come on get the hell out everyone's of here, it's oh, right. not it shouldn't well, be a it shouldn't be a political super competitive thing. market it, sh- it mean, shouldn't be a political thing outside of like the isolated cases like brian kemp's right. that are doing it first yeah. and saying stupid shit and the other but side in terms too, of the americans yeah, the yeah. other side too of that the uh, the, the anti-kemp's are the people being like well now yeah. The projections back at three million dead, and we're going to yeah. be locked up till twenty twenty five. I mean, like I can't it's just like people saying, you know, oh, these yeah. people are rooting for death, and people saying, oh, like I, both it's, sides are very yeah, frustrating ridiculous. during this whole quarantine thing. Yeah, cool. and and it, I th- the thing is, the pandemic has played to people's worst impulses and fears, and mm. the reason why I had to stop doing the list daily and made it weekly is because it was killing me doing every single day of all these bad takes. Right. And I am draining myself and I could feel my brain melting <laughs> yeah. because people just there's no filter anymore. Suraj, I do have to ask you, you said there's a if you're watching on YouTube, there's a there's like a room divider behind you. And is it, that's like that's from a hand job parlor, right? There's like there's no way that that's not from a hand job parlor. Not that I've been to one. Uh, from Robert I, Kraft? I, I, I'm going to say no comment. I'm saying it's more for (laughs) Mm -hmm. my dog, Ernie, who uh, needs privacy when he humps his giant teddy bear. Oh, yeah. There you go. Big Ern. Did we we talk about Ernie? You should disinfect that. Where is Ern? Is Ern Ern in the room with you? Ern's not in the room. I can Uh, go grab him if you want. Yeah, go grab Ern. Can we make a comment on Ern? Yeah, hold on. Before before we hang up. All right, there we go. Thank you for saying that. That looks like a tough dog, Siraj. What kind of dog is that? He is a long-haired chihuahua. Nice. Nice. Is yeah. he is he named after Big Earn McCracken from Kingpin? <laughs> That's what we were joking about while you were gone. Big Earn. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I can't say that he was named after Big Earn McCracken. My <laughs> my wife named him uh, when we got when we got him back in 2012. He's despite his look, he's actually kind of an old curmudgeon man. Uh, no, he looks oh, yeah, he I looks old it. as shit. I was about to say you're, no, you look to be like, Come on. like 33. <laughs> I'm just guessing like that's a fucking old dog for you, bro. <laughs> he looks well fed, but he's definitely well fed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he but, abide by Ramadan sleep hours, or is he is he waking uh, up? Oh, he sleeps all hours of the day, so okay. it doesn't matter. That's yeah. good. He's eating. I and actually stole all him away from snack time. So nice. <laughs> sorry, bu- sorry, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Aaron. They, they they said they're sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't don't blame us, Ern. Well, uh, Siraj, thank you and Ern both for coming on the show, man. Uh, we should do it again sometime. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Looking forward to doing it again. Yeah. Later, buddy. All right. Thank you. That was awesome. Uh, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you so much for listening. 
big week for us. We are trying to really pump a bunch of content out during quarantine. Got episode two of the Barstool Comments of the Week show coming out Friday on the Barstool Sports website, and we will put that on our Twitter as well. A few more interviews this week, although one of those will be released on Monday's show. Obviously, Florida Man Friday tomorrow is going to be insane. And guys, let's do this boat race. I want to I want to drink a Boddington's with Andrew Parker of the UK. Can we do it this Saturday at 7 p.m. Central? Yep, I will get the uh, I will get the uh, entry form together tonight. And uh, oh, okay, perfect. Yep. 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, probably midnight UK. I don't know the exact time difference. Sorry, Andrew. I have a list of about 12 to 14 people already who uh, will send those messages to uh, Friday or Saturday morning. Uh, and uh, pencil that in. Saturday night, it's going down. DM us if you want into that. Uh, we'll crack some jokes and some beers. It'll be less than an hour, and you'll be in a better mood after the boat race than you were before. And most importantly, happy birthday to my wife today. And also, most importantly, have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! Hollow head lead dumpers. This Louis V shit, Virgil design.